my goal for the size. Absolutely. Your goal for the size. That's where we're headed. And that goal is to make not just the fire service, not just the emergency services, but anyone listening to this better after they listen. And I know for a fact that I've become a better person because of my involvements bigger than me and listening to other stories and taking my own personal size up that I do daily and seeing if I could be better. It's just better than yesterday. <laughs> Anytime you're ready, Bubba. It's your show. Is it really? Yeah, you're show? fucking interviewing us. I, I think know. that should be how it starts almost. I guess this is my show. Welcome to the Size Up episode one. <laughs> you can the, episode. the episode. The episode one. one. Absolutely. This is it. This <laughs> is Remember, the Star, only one. Star Wars started that episode four, though. Oh, man. Why do you got to deflate me? I'm just sorry. like all my nerves went away. And now I'm like, why don't we start at episode four when we do this? And we'll right? stop right there. Except clip that. That's the intro. <laughs> That's the intro. That's the intro you just deflated me. Yeah, absolutely. The Size Up is going to be a show where I get to host it. For those of you who don't know me, everyone calls me Pip. And we're just going to end it at that. and Because the show is not about me. It's about the guests that I'm having and their stories and how they got to be where they are. So today I have with me... Do I have to introduce you, or does everybody know who they are? No, nobody knows who we are. Well, this also too, people could be listening to this and can't see your. I mean, face, if you're, so. if, you know, a lot of your following is in fitness and health, and and True. I'm certainly not a model of that. So probably your people don't know who I am. So we'll talk about that. We can talk about who you. Guys we can are. talk so, about that. So Absolutely. There is this great thing called National Fire Radio, <laughs> and the size up is under the National Fire Radio platform brand. Whatever. We're becoming a family. We're becoming a family. The N hashtag NFR family. Yeah. Search that hashtag, and it's it's getting used a lot right now. But I have with me Jeremy and Tucker from National Fire Radio. Absolutely. Welcome, guys. Good morning, Hello. brother. How weird is I don't. This is weird being that. <laughs> Why? Like, I love it because I never get interviewed. It's cool. I think so. It's a I absolutely off. love being on the other end. That's so I'm awesome. just going to sit back and answer questions. Yeah. <laughs> stare at me. <laughs> They're right. both staring at Blank, me. It's so nerve wracking right Blank now. Stares. Absolutely. Usually people are asking me the questions. That's and right. I, and I and no silent back, so. time. Uh, Echo Charles from the Jocko Podcast taught me that when I met him. So there can be no nanoseconds of silence. Yeah. There was just one right there. there. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think you have to drop some sometimes, Tucker. I think so, um, I think we should also say, too, that Tucker and I um, were fortunate enough to be here today. Sebi had a run out. Sebi, Rob, um, and Heather, and uh, and so on. So the platform is bigger than just Tucker and I. Uh, we have a lot of people that are wrapped up into what we do. So let's jump into it. How long How long has National this, Fire Radio this, been uh, March, for? Let's say. March two years ago. So, uh, so we're not quite two years yet. Yeah, March of 2018. This has been um, this has been something I've wanted to do for a long time, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. It's one of those things that you know. I grew up in the fire service, uh, second generation in the firehouse. Grew up as a kid in the firehouse, um, and I was I was fortunate enough to be one of those kids that just totally hopped into it, you know, both feet and uh, and just went at it. And um, I I'm a I'm a career volunteer. So 24 years in the firehouse, been a volunteer. That's a good way to describe it. Never never have I been able to. Um, I shouldn't say that. I've had opportunity to get on the job. I've deferred it. I've just was fortunate in life to have a job that uh, took good care of me and my family. And uh, it just wasn't in the cards to to become a career firefighter. Um, proud to say, though, that through my volunteer house, we put out probably three to five paid guys a year out of our house. Which is awesome. To, it's yeah, awesome it's to see that flow. And that's kind of where I came from. I came from yeah. same thing, firehouse family. Um, but I went and was a volunteer EMS and fire first and then went into the career side of it. So it's great to see that people people 
see that. I don't want to say it's a stepping stone because that seems a little demeaning. No, no, I don't. It's a good way to step into the service. But without a doubt, right? And then and for me, you know, I always wanted to do more. I, I felt that um, <clears throat> I could do more for the fire service than in our volunteer house. I mean, I'm super busy and, and we're a busy department uh, for, a vol- for a suburban town. Um, you know, we run and we go to fires um, and so on. So, you know, with that, um, I'm content and, and I have a whole life outside of, uh, the firehouse. And, um, but I always want that do- big of a life, but oh, it's pretty big. Tucker, pretty large. Tucker <laughs> if you follow him, we know you don't know much about social media, but the guy is everywhere on social media. Tucker. But I, but I'll tell you this, right? Like, I, I think there's a lot of good that needs to come from the job. And, and, uh, and when I talk about the job, we've talked about this consistently that I don't, we don't discriminate volunteer career. It's the job. When that, when there's a fire, there's a fire. Yeah, fire's fire. When there's work to do, there's work to do. Um, and so on. So for us, when we talk about it, um, it's important that that we get rid of all the nonsense and we just talk about the job at hand. Um, but for me, where it came from, I wanted to do more. I felt that the message was getting lost. I felt that the traditional means of the fire service and getting the message out is is dwindling. Um, Pranad is dying. It's overpriced. It's not. Uh, it's not what kids are doing. How do we reach? the younger generation. There seems to be a disconnect between the senior man and the junior man. There seems to be a lot of finger pointing and it's, it seems like nobody wants to work anymore. It seems, and all these things. And so all these things were piling up and, and they've been on my brain for a long time and I'm the type of guy that finally just got inspired to do something about it and I figured we'd start a podcast. You know, podcasts are popular and, uh, and I said, you know, if we could start something, maybe a social media content page and podcast that can get the good word out there, and talk about why the job is still good and be able to you know, reach the younger generations on the platforms they're listening to and to be able to spread the positivity and not the negativity, we're gonna win. And, uh, and so I rounded it out. I uh, talked to Rob Ridley, who was a career fireman. Uh, he's a boss up in Poughkeepsie, New York. He's a, he was an acquaintance at the time. And uh, I talked to him and I said, hey man, what do you think? He's like, I'll, I'll jump in with you. He started rolling with me. I got Sebastian in, who um, Sebi was one of my younger volunteer kids and uh, who now just went on to get hired um, in a career job. And then uh, and then we rounded it out with Tucker. I needed some- The old guy. Yeah, you I wanted a cool the guy. mustache. Well, that's yeah, what it was, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a cool mustache. All about the mustache. Yeah. And so we got um, so we got Tucker on board. So the four of us um, started rolling. And uh, man, did it take off. It, it, it definitely took off. All over. Yeah, I mean, it's all just, over the country. Did but, you have any clue? Because this is something that I think is a big deal for all listeners. Before you started a podcast, did you have any clue how to start a podcast? No, I've no. I still don't know what we're doing. It's, it's part of it, right? I right, and 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 for me, like, no, I have no idea. I'm not the technical guy, you know. I mean, we just we travel all over the country now. We're we're just it's it's an incredible thing. We were in Texas last week, and I wasn't able to have uh, Sebi with us, who does all of our editing and tech and sound and cameras and all that. And Chris Lewis is another guy that helps us. And so on. And so, you know, I'm fumbling around trying to figure it all out. I mean, this is this is what it's all about. Like, we're not a polished, you know, um, big conglomerate that that sends in people and and has production teams and all this. We're just firemen. We're firemen that are trying to just pass on the good word and message about how good the fire service is, sharing tips, tricks, hacks, you know, making friendships along the way. I mean, that's what this is about. And I think that's why truly we're having some success with this is because it is authentic. It's 100% authentic. There's no bullshit. You know, and, and it's just, we are who we are. Well, we're also in the largest fraternity in the world. So capitalize on that a little bit. Um, you know, you have police and teacher unions and stuff, but we're worldwide. You know, we speak yeah. the same language. 
Yeah, fire's fire. It's an amazing thing, too, when you can bring it all together, when you bring like-minded people together. And I think you had said something that you felt was that culture, that like-mindedness, yeah. due to the way technology was was taking the world, not so much the fire service, because it's the world as well, right. but it was taking it away. And instead of saying, well, we're just going this way and it's going to be gone, you guys said, no, we can harness this, we can use it, and we can give back to the fire service. Yeah. And I think that's well, exactly what some you're of the best things are the stories that used to be, you know, right around the, the table, you know, and that's kind of lacking now. So we brought the table to the Internet, really. Yeah. And the table has turned into and I'm just as guilty as the next guy is, is this. It is. You but I, I don't I don't think, you know, I think we get on the 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 uh, the soapbox about how bad the phone is or the cell phone ruined the fire service and this or that. And I look at it the other way. I think it's a valuable training tool. You know, I think that we can use this in a positive light. And I think we use this, we, we fall, we fall onto the phone as an excuse for not having to engage. I yeah. think we use it as an excuse for, sure. for not working harder. I think we use that as an excuse why this kid's lazy and doesn't want to do anything because he's on his phone. Yet the senior man's sitting across the kitchen on his phone. Right. So there's a lot of that back and forth. I mean, part of what National Fire Radio was to do was, you know, when I I'm a big nostalgia guy, I love tradition, I love culture. And that's why we started this to, to pass on those stories. And we talk about the senior man a lot on our platform. And yep. we talk about the important role of that senior man. I mean, without him, we're losing. And without and we might have a senior man on the job, but if he's not willing to pass forth his knowledge and experience and Jesus. his storytelling. Useless. Not even useless, but you just you're not building up the next generation. You can't point the finger at the kids if you're not working hard to to educate them and make them a better firefighter. And I think it's become easier to point the finger again because of technology, because you see all this. We didn't see what was happening in California sixteen years ago like right. we see it right this second. You know, I can see it right now on the other side of the country if I uh, wanted to. And there's something to be there's something to be said for the immediacy. And that's part of and that's part of what we're doing here too, right? And that goes to training and so on. Is that, you know, if you want if you want an answer, you can have an answer in fifteen seconds. Totally. Totally. You know, we used to <laughs> ask the Google machine. Yeah, we used to sit around a table and argue for a half hour about, you know, who was how right far, and who was wrong, right? How far the moon was right. from the earth would be a five hour argument at the right. firehouse. And, and, and now it's ask the Google machine. Right. And I, I think part of that is missing. And I think, you know, maybe you could fault technology for some of that. But I also look at it, though, is that we have to embrace it and it's not going anywhere. No. So we can't demonize it. We can't put it. We can't put it in a box and market. You know, damaged goods that it's affecting us. So if this is here to stay, which it is, and it's only going to get more prevalent, then how do we as a fire service combat it? And how do we embrace that to make it work for us? You need to use it as a resource for sure, instead of as a crutch for sure. And we've seen that in the fire service for years when it came to the SCBA pack. In the beginning, nobody wanted to wear one. They were hidden in a We had them in boxes. The top, in a box there. It's yep. me. See, Tucker can say we. <laughs> you know, I can't say we, but Tucker can say we. I've heard, I've heard tale of this, yeah. let's say, right? Right, right? But it's the same as with this. You have to embrace it. You know, the fact that I could get the directions to a fire given to me automatically now. Well, I can't get directions to a firehouse. I didn't, which I didn't is want true, which, which is true. Some of us don't embrace <laughs> I didn't want to you know, know, go there right now. <laughs> so, but when you say something like that, Tucker, and there's a little joke about Tucker getting lost this morning on the way <laughs> but to that, the studio. But, but, I, but hold on. So let's tell the story real yeah. quick, right? So, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned, um, you mentioned that it took us like an hour to set up this morning to do this. And that's really because it's a brand new studio space. Yeah. 
I mean, we just moved into the studio space a few weeks back. I mean, there's still tables and boxes and things just not put away, and we're not even set up with the hardware yet, and the background is still not even finished and so on, but we want to get the content out. And part of what 2020 was going to be for National Fire Radio was to expand our footprint and to bring on new personalities, such as you know yourself, Pip. I mean, you're a welcome addition to our family with the size oh, up, thanks, and I'm man. excited for it because I think what you know we've been able to hack attention because we're on the channels that matter, and we're putting out continuous content, and we're hitting it to the point that people are starting to really understand what we're doing, and that we're bigger than just an Instagram page. It's more than that, and now we start to round it out with yourself, and we have another platform called Rush the Bus. And we're going to have another platform coming out soon with another rock star. Yeah. We're bringing in personalities that all line up under the National Fire Radio family just to make this job better. Well-being, physical fitness. I mean, that's what this highs up is going to be all about. It's going to be all about mental preparation and physical fitness and all that. And I think that's that just promotes the job on the on the on the you know in a good way. Uh, Rush the bus is an EMS podcast, the platform. EMS, we hit. You were already on an episode. Yeah, it was awesome. And you know that's an industry that I don't think gets enough spotlight and uh, and attention. And so we're excited to hack that and go after it and really make a name. And, and Pete and Julie are doing a fantastic thing. Yeah, all um, their videos that I mean, if you're not following Rush the Bus on Instagram, cool. and you work in the emergency services field, yeah, that's cool. EMS, they're showing tips and tricks and hacks. I guess is what yeah, you're calling them, right? Yeah, the hack, right, yeah, right. Um, that just make life easier you know yeah. what i mean in, in some of the things that they're showing and they're showing you just the other day they had one uh so if anybody out there that works ems or is in the service uh you have to open an, an oxygen bottle with an oxygen key right and it may as well be the oxygen key to ems may as well be like the bathroom key at a garage at a service station right. connected to the cinder block because you lose that thing all the time and i mean i've seen them i've seen them taped everywhere people wear them on their bat belts they whatever you want to say and it's still lost and the other day i've been in ems almost 25 years and i didn't know you could use the stretcher to open an oxygen bottle in a pinch right and i can definitely say there was a day where i was probably like oh, i could have just done that yeah. like easily so yeah. it's cool that that's happening and when Tricks you look the at trade that's it and that's what we're showing people and that's what you're showing people and this platform together, along with, with the size up with this show, um, is all about making the service better, yeah. making people better. Absolutely. And how you had said before, I know I've, I've come into this, however, whatever you want to call this, through the fitness world, you know, through the not-for-profit 555 fitness, but I've learned so much about myself, about others, and by being part of something larger than me. And that's what we hope the size up is. And that's what I wanna hear from, from you guys now, is how is National Fire Radio being involved in it and creating it made you a better person, provider, whichever term you wanna use? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, man, I could go on for hours about that, but <laughs> well, we don't have hours. So I know gotta, that. You gotta and, give me the big one. No, I know, but, but here's the, you're absolutely right. I mean, one thing that it's done, it's holding me accountable um, accountability is a big word that I think is used too softly because yes. I don't think people understand the, the, the word accountability. For myself, when we started this thing, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, I had some ideas that we'd be able to, you know, get some attention and put some good stuff out there. Um, but, you know, you start receiving, as, as the attention gains, you start receiving messages from people that you're being impactful to. Um, I get messages all the time about, um, you know, asking for advice or this or that and so on. And all of a sudden you start to, you start to realize like, Hey man, this is, um, this has gotten a little bit bigger than what I thought it would be. And, yeah. and it's funny, I did a, I did a, um, a speech, if you will, a keynote the other night, um, at a, 
at a um, gala, if you will, event. And um, I got up there and they, I said, why? I said, I don't even know why I'm up here. I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> awesome question. Regular firefighter, right? Like, but I'm totally into it. And I love it. And I love the camaraderie. I love going to fires, but I also love the back end of it. But here's the thing. We all talk a lot. And I talk more than most. You can hear it in my voice. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, man. The accountability of what I say now is in a spotlight every single day. So what I'm saying and preaching and talking about, I better be living it. Yeah. You yeah when and, we were up in Boston doing our on tap, I had some guys come up to me and they recognized my voice. And I thought that everybody watches this. These guys are from Maine and they travel long distances. So they listen to the podcast right? while they're yeah. driving and they grabbed me and I said the voice. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're that you know, dude. So yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Cause you, you know, you're doing a podcast and you just assume people are watching it. And most people are listening now. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, just, it's cool. Impactful. Yeah. Totally on my life. Um, who I am, who I've become, you know, it's only been two years and you know we launched ourselves into um a spotlight and under a microscope you know always, we we always. always we always said with with from day one the only way this was ever going to work is if we're 100 percent transparent and authentic and never once have we or any of our any of the guys and girls on national fire radio pretend to be more than they are bigger than they are listen I don't go to a ton of fires. I'm not a fireman in, in New York City or Baltimore or Philly. Like, you know, I'm not a ghetto fireman. Never have been. But most of the world's not. Yes. You know? The large majority but of us are not people, going to fire. But a lot of people think or believe that they have to be bigger or better than what they truly are. And I'm sure I went through a phase of my life where I did that too, where you embellish or you talk. But at the end of the day, like, it doesn't work. And so when we started this platform... It was all about transparency, man. Like there's the one thing that I can say at the end of the day is nobody's got anything on me. Nothing. Sure. I'm telling you, sure. there's nothing because I'll tell you why. Because if you do, if somebody has something against you, if you're not, if you're not spitting truth and you're not being upfront and honest, they can see through that. You're going to yep. lose. And especially and too in this industry, oh my you gosh, are going to lose. And, and, yep. and we've seen it. I've seen it. I've been involved now uh, for six years in social media. Right. And I've seen people come and go. And yep. the, the people that stay are the people that are the most genuine. And it has nothing to do with selling products or not selling products or aligning with this brand or aligning with that brand. It just has to do with being genuine and being true and true to yourself and even making mistakes and talking about them. Yeah. You know, people used to say that all the time about me. Like, I can't believe you put that out there. You know, you put a failed lift video online. I said, yeah, because I fail lifts all the time. Dude, I fail in life more than I succeed. Everybody does. Yes. Right. And you learn from that. And you know what? If I have an experience where I failed, if I can share that, I don't care. Like, I sleep very well at night. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care. I can put out any video I want. I have the ability to do that. But the ones I put out are the ones that I think are going to be impactful for people. And if you put some failures out and you show that you're human, people are going to learn from that just like you learned from it. Um, and I think part of life, you know, I, I equate the fire service very much to life. I think a lot of the nonsense that goes on in the fire service is directly relatable to how you carry yourself in life. We always talk about surrounding yourself with people you enjoy being with. If you put yourself in a position to surround yourself with like-minded people, you're going to succeed. That's it. Yeah, there's no doubt. 
in the fire service, there's a lot of toxicity. There's a lot of cancer. And I'm not talking about the physical cancer. I'm talking about the mental cancer in a firehouse. And negativity runs rampant over the positivity. And it's hard. I get messages all the time from kids all over the country, 23, 24-year-old kid in a volunteer department in a small town. The chief and the officers have been there for 30 years. And they, they don't want, they don't aspire to change. They don't aspire to be any better than they are. And, uh, and so on. And you have these kids that are being almost held back. And, and it's hard to tell them like, hey, you know, keep charging, you know, and, and you're going to get knocked down at every step, but keep charging, you know, yeah. believe in yourself. That's a hard conversation to have. And, and then for even harder for those kids to follow through on. Right. And so what you're talking about too, in this now, and, and the same thing happened to us with five, five, five with you're becoming mentors to people. Yeah. You yeah. don't even that know, you know right. Like, or don't Absolutely. even know their situation. And they're asking you questions because of social media, because of the internet. And I know for me personally, I always start off with like, this may not be the right answer to your question because I really don't know what your right. situation is. You can type it out as much as you want to, but I'm not living it. Yeah. I know nothing about where you are in America. Um, I even I told uh, my original partner from 555 was from Texas and, and he was telling me about Texas and I was like, look, man, you got to understand. Yeah. There's New Jersey. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other states that we don't really care about. <laughs> right. Like, so just think about it that way. And I'm just going to put that out there for you now. That, that's me being real. And that's what, you know, it's New Jersey. That's what we do. But become this mentor. Yeah. And then you don't even know it. And now being in it for a few years. And I think you guys are going to start to, if you don't get this already, you're going to find people down the road that are like, hey, man, I got the job because of things you said. And now I'm three years in and I love everything. And thank you. You know, once uh, the longer you're in this, the more it gets to be that little bit of a mind. It is, like, um, it is really mind numbing when I get messages like that. We get them quite often. Just, you know, hey, you helped me through this or I enjoy your podcast. It, you know, it sets my mind in a, in a, in a tone on my way to work. I have an hour commute or something like we get all different types from young to old. Um, I'll tell you, it's, it's incredibly humbling for me and for the rest of the, I mean, Absolutely. I'm not going to speak for the rest of the guys, but you know, it's just, it's, it's nice to know that we're having, we're making an impact because I know that our content that we put out is solid content. And it's guest. It's your guests are, are solid yep. people. Like, I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the National Radio Fire podcast. You know, that's how I got here, right? It's, yeah, no, absolutely. And and that's important. But let me tell you something. Like, we vet. We we talk to people. I mean, I do my homework. You know, there's a lot to it. It's it's so easy to just call somebody and say, hey, you want to be on a show? Anyway, everybody wants to. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I want to be on your show. Of course but I want you to, be have to have you on your show. I have to make sure that the people we talk to and the people that we team up with, even the companies that we team up with, I mean, we do a lot of work on a corporate side too all of that we have to make sure represents our core and our mission if you will of you know promoting the fire service for the good there's a lot of pages out there that um will go for the the easy shot or the or the you know um you know take a shot at the fire service you know and, and keyboard but, cowboys as we call yeah them. i mean there's a lot of that but you know it's just i think any content that doesn't promote the positivity of the fire service sucks and I don't care. Like I'm even talking about, um, you know, <laughs> front of my, we're we're chatting, and you'll hear it on our future one of our future podcasts. We were just down in Texas with affordable drill towers, and we were in a room with. Uh, we spent the weekend with twenty probably of the best instructors in the country. I mean, it was one of those. Those guys uh, were from everywhere, right? My man, a lot of the folks that you were with there, I didn't recognize their names. It was at all. it was uh, an incredible cadre of of instructors um, from all over the country, from California to Maine to Texas to Florida, you name it, and everywhere in between. Some of the best of the best. These guys teach at conferences all over. I mean, it was just cool, you know. Um, and I had the ability to spend the week, four days with these guys. 
and see them train and then we sat down we did a podcast with 20 of them at one shot like a round table oh my god and it was cool <laughs> i mean you're talking guys you know ray mccormick mike dugan uh aaron heller like uh mo davis from houston like just do you know mo davis i've never met him I know one of the coolest is, individuals i've ever met in my life i'm gonna you know, i want him to be like my best man like i just <laughs> he's he's amazing he's truly amazing because he's infectious he's infectious about how great the fire service is and i just i i found myself sitting through uh, I, I actually sat in on his class and listened to it because I've seen some of his stuff. Man, floored. You want to talk about a guy that's got passion? And so now with it's National so cool. Fire Radio, with your platform, you can bring Mo Davis yeah. into hundreds of thousands right. of homes worldwide because I didn't go to Texas. Right. I didn't get invited to go to Texas. No. I didn't, no, I didn't, sorry. Get, I didn't make that plane, I guess. I no. Missed, well, missed dropped call that day. But I don't know. Tucker missed that call. I mean, Tucker, Tucker, we heard Tucker missed that call. For a fact. I know he missed I that call. I was sending up smoke signals <laughs> yeah. back then. Yeah. And you know what? Call. I've run out of wood, so yeah. I had to get a new phone. But you get to do that. Yeah. And I think for you guys, you know, it's the same as, again, like uh, to, with 555 Fitness, you know, we got to bring fitness into the homes of firefighters around the yep. world yep and we get to promote the fact that you're not the only one doing this you're not the only one into this and i think what you guys are doing for the fire service as a whole is saying there are a lot of people out here who are really into this and it doesn't mean that you wear a shirt that says i fight what you fear or have eight million stickers on your car or anything like that you're just really into it and we can make it better together than we can alone let's why say. why can't we be in a job there's no reason that we talked about that on, on my episode I know, I, national fire radio and we talk about it on the phone right. all the time i right? talk about it everywhere i go now i go why is it not okay for you to be in a job what are you worried you're gonna get your balls busted by a guy thank you for your service type stuff like you know and that's that goes back to what i was talking about any page that doesn't promote the positivity of the fire service is garbage you know, that whole thank you for your service stuff. You know, when you guys put that in their feeds and so on, that drives me nuts because you're belittling the job. Like, we're not, you know, when a guy posts an achievement, he posts it because he's proud and he's made the job better. Don't belittle it. Yeah, there's, there's definitely... You know, I mean, that shit drives me up it. a wall. For sure. There's also the end of it that like people want to be thanked for their service. And that's oh, I'm not, not why we listen, not got into that either. Listen, that's a whole different breed of person. I, I agree, but but you that's have toxicity. But some people need that. But some you have need that. You have that in every single yes. industry. You have your complete <laughs> I got terms for them, but <laughs> complete you know, complete tools, if you will. That's, that's a the, nice way to yeah, put it. Yeah. I don't want to have complete the first tools tools a bleeper going to, yeah, boop, boop, boop. to guys that you would never know. One of my best friends is a very decorated firefighter in a major city. You wouldn't even know he's a firefighter. Yeah. And that's okay. It's totally of course. Okay that, of course. Right? And then there's everything in between. The thing is though, is all of that from from the nonsense to the most humbled, it all makes the job what it is. You know, yes, and so, sure. you know, do I get embarrassed when when a guy walks in with dirty job shirt and radios all over his pockets and he looks like shit, he parks in the emergency lane, he's got antennas all over his car with blue lights? Like, yeah, I'm mortified by that, especially if I happen to be wearing a, a, a shirt that says fire department or something. And then I stand next to him, you know, presenting yourself well, talking to people well, you know, and really carrying yourself like a good human being. And then you get this slob that comes in and represents the worst of the fire service. That exists. That exists. And we all know it does. What drives me nuts, though, is how we have to highlight that, spotlight that, and make that what the job is really about. It's not. That's a small, minuscule part of what this industry is about or who, who's in that industry. And I don't know why that needs any attention at all. So do you think then too, by saying something like that, because I know it, it happened for me and many people that I know, the second 
National Fire Radio became like a fire household name, let's say, were you immediately humbled due to that in your life personally? Like it's a hum to me, it's a humbling experience that so many other people are following me. And I'm, I am, um, and I, I can't, I'm not going to speak for Tucker, but I, I know um, for me, it's ex- extremely humbling and, and I have incredible gratitude for it. Um, I don't, it's funny because I don't find myself, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't changed at all about it. I, I just, I, I enjoy doing it because I know that we're trying to make it better and we're trying to do our part to put out the positive mission. Um, it is extremely humbling. It's, it's incredible where I go somewhere and people recognize me and I'm like, whoa, like, you know, mind blowing everywhere at any time it happens, but I don't have a Mohawk and you know, like so on, you know what I mean? Like, so, but it's, it's crazy. Um, and, and I'm, I'm super grateful, but here's the thing, man. The one thing that we don't talk about is because of that and because we've been thrusted into maybe uh, somewhat of a spotlight on the, on the stage, if you will. We have to work five times harder because I shake everybody's hand and I tell a story with every single person I meet. I answer almost every DM in our Instagram and every IM in our Facebook and every message that comes across email. It's unbelievable, man. But you have to. You do. You have to you because have to. authenticity is what it's all about. And when I have a 25-year-old a kid in Wisconsin reaching out and saying, hey, I just saw your, your Sunday night Instagram video and it inspired me and you know, I just wanted to say thank you. Who the hell am I not to not to engage him yes. and say, "Hey, brother, thanks for reaching out." Yep. There's it's no the audacity, thing. right? Yep. Like I, I'm a, I'm just a regular fireman, man. Like I, I will sit in every firehouse in the country and bullshit with guys, and that's my most favorite thing in the world. That's so much fun. It, it's it's definitely a, a, bit, a perk to this gig. Let's yeah. say is when you get to do that. But what about you, Tucker? Because I know before you said about the voice, like how much more humble do you feel you are since? Well, you know, I knew a lot of people in the fire service. Uh, been around for a long time. I've you know been at all the major conferences for years and years. And you see these guys up on stage, but they are just like us. Yeah. And now I'm one of those. <laughs> so you know, it's it's. It's that, you know, you're, you're seen by so many, you're, but you are that same person. You can look at them and go, well, you could be just like me, and you need to talk to everybody because yep. it's a big family. And what you can help somebody else with, you know, maybe they not asking the right questions or whatever, and you can help them with that. And they might not want to ask you, but then maybe you can get it out of them. And it helps everybody. Yeah, because they don't know what their question, how many other people have their same right, exact And so question. many times you you sit back and go, ah, it's a stupid question. I'm not going to ask that. But if the guy that you respect says, hey, well, is this what you're talking about? No. Uh, yeah. Well, then it's not a stupid question. So you know, there's I went, a lot of that. I went into this weekend with a bunch of rock star stellar dudes that I read and, and studied their info for 20 years in the fire service reading their articles and understanding watching their training nuggets and all that stuff and then i i get to hang out with them and have put their number in your phone and you're like yeah they're all they're all on my phone the the text the chat keeps going i mean it hasn't stopped since that weekend and it's just that's cool um but it it also it also to me like i keep preaching to everybody that i talk to is you got to get it out there you got to put it out there you got to own it you know, these guys that are the OG, I call them the OG of the fire service. They're my OG. And those guys had an OG before them. Yes. You know, they're senior guys that made them who they were. And then uh, they're my senior guy in the fire service that I read their articles and understand and want to emulate the job through the way they 
people are teaching how to do it. They're just cool dudes. And <laughs> yeah. they're just, no, but no, but that's a great way to say it. They're just cool dudes. And and to be able to have a beer at the bar with like Ray McCormick and just talk shop and, and or tell jokes and what a great experience because it, it relates it. And that's to me, and I'm not saying we're on that stage by any means, but what I'm saying is, is the engagement when you meet people and talk to people, you engage them and let them know that you're just like everybody else. There's there's no difference. Like what I love about what we do is I just get to talk to people. I engage people. And the impact that you leave when we go to firehouses, we got invited to firehouses all over the country. And we go in and we'll we'll sit down. A couple guys invite us in, a couple guys don't know who we are. We go in, we start talking about what we do, and we do our senior man talk, and we talk about the job, the culture, you know. I ask the young kids in the firehouse, like, oh, what's the story with that, you know, plaque on the wall? Mm-hmm. And if those kids know about that plaque from 1943, that's cool. They got a good culture, right? Like it's been passed down. They know, and it's so you can. And it's so it's funny because a lot of the senior guys shy away from us. They're like, who? Even this past weekend in Texas, a lot of the the OG guys were like, who the frig are these guys? Right, but by the end of the weekend, <laughs> these social media guys, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. know everything. Absolutely, with their, likes, their like button Absolutely. and comments, and then, and then you see like buttons and comments. <laughs> and then, oh, dude, I got listen. When it comes to social media, <laughs> come on, look at the way that that I've again come up through this community. Uh, I talk it. about being the enemy. I mean, talking about fitness in the fire service was six years ago was like a uh, heresy. Yeah, you know, there were a few other pages at the time, and so in the beginning, and and, and I'm not gonna call him out but there's a guy whose name you said a few times that like legit called me out on like sure you're full of it type thing right and we talked for like 10 minutes and he was like oh now i understand what you're doing that's really cool it just took me saying we are you know we we can come across as threatening yeah um you know where where people don't know it's easier to demonize social media than it is to try to learn it and understand the value it can bring um, you know, very early on in the fire service, social media was the downfall of fire service. Oh, look at this video they posted and it shows a, you know, I don't know. It, oh my God. It, it just, it just happened right three weeks ago in a major city in America. They, there was a picture posted that was taken yes. and it got uh, yeah. put everywhere. Let's sure. put it. You know what I mean? Like was put everywhere and there's a lot to that story. There's always more to a picture. It's the same as of course. But, but my thing is, is like social media, just, it, it's not, it's just a platform to, to post now, but it's still, it's still the individual that chooses to, to do what they do. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's exposing us. It's not, you know, it's, you know, if I, if I'm a, if I'm not a squared away guy and I talk a lot of crap at the firehouse and a lot of shit outside of the firehouse, well, now I just have a platform to put it on that's that's bigger and bigger. It just and makes bolder. you more of an asshole, right? But you're still an <laughs> that's, asshole. That's, you're still an asshole, right? Think about it. Exactly. Right. Yep. So it just really exposes us. So I look at the good of it, and that's what I said. Like these pages that that are not promoting the positivity of the fire service, they're detrimental to what we do, and right. not it's we. So I'm easy about to be fire negative service. about everything, yeah, and sure. you know we need to get rid of that. But educating, educating the guys about the importance of it, uh, the OG guys, educating them about how they can get their message out there. And, you know, we sit there, we have to, the senior man's got to work harder than ever now to make this job better. 25 years in, usually they coast and they, you know, they're on their way out. Yeah. But they need 25 years in right now, we need them to engage the younger more than ever before to pass on their stories and learning. You can, you know, part of storytelling is learning. It's training. Sitting on that front bumper after that run and just talking about it for a half hour, it's storytelling. Hey, what'd you do? Well, I was the OV. I went around the rear. I did this and that. You can gain some experience through storytelling just by sitting there and listening. But if you're not willing to engage 
and you're not willing, the senior man's not willing to tell his stories, his battle scars open up a little bit, you know, or or do you want to leave the job disgruntled, whether career or volunteer? You want to get pissed off after 25 years because you didn't get promoted or you got pushed out or you got knocked down or you don't like the new chief, right? So we become disgruntled and then we leave the job. And then when you leave the job, career or volunteer, you leave and you take all your storytelling with you. You take all your experiences of 25 plus years with you. You didn't win. No. You didn't even. win. You're, you're, you're tearing apart the fire service by not passing on what you're supposed to be doing. The senior man's supposed to be passing on his knowledge and experience to the next generation. And when he walks out of that firehouse, you walk out with your head up high and be proud that you left the foundation for the next guys to, to follow. And when you don't do that and you take it all with you, disgruntled, and you leave, everybody loses. Yeah, we, we went up to West Point, and I remember a guy there that I must have been retired for seven to ten years, something oh, like that. Oh, and he was there. And this guy started bringing out photographs and stuff. And, That's awesome. You know, and all the guys knew him because he's around the firehouse a lot. And, you know, that's what you need. So think guy about like that. Think about, too, what, what you just said there is really key in negativity and that disgruntledness. You know, how that affects you in your life, you know, in your home life? Are you negative in your home life? Are you negative in your work life? How that's going to affect your body, how that's going to affect your mind. And I found, you know, being a firefighter, EMT, paramedic, you know, we're all helpers. We want to help others no matter what, but we have to also help ourselves. And I've seen that through the fitness end of things that giving back to yourself, even 10, 15, 20 minutes a day keeps you grounded and it keeps that negativity out. Sure. I mean, one of the reasons I lift heavy weights is so I don't punch people in the face, right? It's a very, and it, it is a it is a total concept that is out yep. there in the fitness world, right? I, I'm mad, I have a bad shift, I can go home, throw on some five finger death punch, put heavy weight on a bar, and it makes me feel better about myself. I saw them in concert. I did a long time ago. They were pretty good. They were unbelievable. How long ago did you see them? This, now we're going to go off the rails, but it's good. No, like uh, two, three years ago, they played a festival at PNC. Oh, that's awesome. Which, for everybody listening, PNC is like an outdoor venue in New Jersey that... Uh, it's the ultimate concert. Yeah, venue. it is, right? Like, in if you're New a New Jersey. Jersey kid growing up, like, everybody it's goes to... the Garden State, Garden State Art, Art Center. Center. Yeah. I used to work there, so, yeah. But yeah, I saw, went to some festival there with my son, and uh, yeah, anyway, he's he's big into heavy metal, you know, hard, hard stuff, but... Uh, they're also anyway. bad. And they yeah. give back. They give back a lot. Yeah, and yeah. They're former drummer i believe just became a police officer no, he right? left the band maybe two years ago and i think he's a police officer now i wow. saw on their on their social media yeah but you you listen to things like that and, and that's something that i found through fitness is it keeps me grounded you know it keeps me in line and it keeps that negativity out because how easy is it to leave a shift being negative and you know i have, I have a couple of days off in between sure. my shifts sure and i still may come back just as negative uh -huh. or I may, I may not be negative the whole time i'm off but the second i walk in that door again it all rushes back to how me. many people have their vices when they walk out of the firehouse right yeah that's i mean alcoholism way. drug yep. use all of it right spousal abuse chronic divorce all of it that's horrible and the emergency services yeah. that runs rampant and yeah. then you know something else with the size up that i know is going to come up as a topic with some of the guests we have lined up is, is suicide right. right i was just you thinking know? that we have and, a lot of that in the emergency services and there's so many other things that also go with that sleep deprivation yep you know we were just sebi was just here and he's got to go to sleep because <laughs> he worked last night i feel like pre-555 and then even the first few years of it if you had told me I was probably sleep deprived, I'd be like, nah, this is just how you're supposed to feel every day. Now I'm like, oh, it's because I wasn't sleeping well all those times. And now I have a whole little routine because I read a book and someone said, try to do a nighttime routine. And that's what I do. 
you know, we sleep with a weighted blanket. It helps me sleep. Yeah, I, look, I, I think there's value to all that. And, I, and that's why I'm excited, Pip, for what you're bringing forth. Um, it's all these things. We, we talked about it. I mean, you know, we, we joked at the beginning of this whole thing that, you know, I'm not, you know, listen, I'll fight fires. I go in, I'll charge a line through the building. I'll pull all the ceilings you want. I have no problem with that, you know? How do you feel after that? Though? Right. I mean, I'm winded and shot, you know? Sure. I mean, there's no doubt, you know? Um, but- but, you know, I, I understand the value of it. And you and I have talked about physical fitness for many, many years. And I've always struggled with my weight. And even when I was in the best shape of my life, playing college, uh, high school and college sports, I always carried extra weight on me. And that was when I was in my best peak, you know, physical uh, performance. It's just I'm a big guy overall. Um, I think there's value to that. And I think what, I think what you're bringing forth with, with all of this with the physical fitness aspect, but also, you know, you're, I'm a firm believer you surround yourself with people that you enjoy being with. And I think that your positivity and what you promote for the fire service is huge. Um, and you know, I never, I never put a lot of the conversations you and I've had is what led up to the size up yeah, and why sure. we're doing this. Because I always find myself after a conversation with you, um, I find myself walking away from it going, <laughs> damn, I didn't even think of that or, you know, whatever. And I, I love that. I've heard it before. He got yeah, me again. Right. I, you know, and, and for me, I, I think you're, you're going to bring a tremendous value to the fire service. I think just the people in general, because again, I think everything in life parallels the fire service. If you, you know, if, if you're just, if you get off shift and you come home and you're destructive in some way and you don't find a way to, to let go of that a healthy outlet, <laughs> you're, yeah. I mean, your personal life is going to be garbage. Be I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many people in my own world I know that are just miserable people. <laughs> I mean that. No, I, I mean listen, that. I know and, a lot of I, them as well. And I, I say to my wife after a, a, a night of being with them, I go, what do we do? Like, why? Yeah, what do, why what do we why do? are we with these people right. that make like, us I unhappy? Don't, I, God, <laughs> I feel so good about myself when I come home and I go, you know? I, perfect example. And you, feel, you feel bad because you feel good about yourself because you don't act like them. Then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, I'm, I'm feeling like, bad Well, now. maybe that's why you go and hang out with those <laughs> well, people. Well, that's feel bad. And then you're like, it might be. It might very well be. Hey, it's I so gotta is. hang out with this jerk. <laughs> yeah, I need a pick-me-up. Let's hang out with Pip. <laughs> yeah. It's so true in life, right? And, and you said before, like, I hang up the phone with you or several people that I get to talk to every week for, yeah. for different reasons and i'm like man that was awesome i feel so i'm ready to, to conquer the world right now it's that feeling you get after a good fire you know and listen we fires are horrible and we I hate I, to we don't have to talk about that like no we don't but it's we enjoy going thing. to fires we're firefighters yeah, we, we enjoy going enjoy to work it's, just, it's a fact of life there's going to be fires we go that's it right. and right. you see that after you know you feel good because you and your crew and your shift and the mm -hmm. other crews everybody did their job well i agree you know and, and we were able but to you help also made way. a stop which you know it's not burning it to the ground anybody can we can see the fire and oh hey there's a fire yeah but we actually are making it better by stopping most of it. And that's a good job. You know, it's there's a there's a picture of myself and a crew and, and we burnt we, we burned down a city block one morning. And somehow this picture, I mean, I know why it keeps appearing on the computer. It's us like sitting in EMS rehab and it's just the most dejected looks on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. It's right. not even dejected. I'm not even it's just. There was no way we were going to win that day. Right. No one got hurt, so right. we did win. Right. But we, we burnt an entire row of house down. Well, sometimes but, but you happens. see this fixer, and it's it's a great reminder to me of sometimes that You happens. know when you win, though, and, yeah. and the team feels good. And, you know, they're high-fiving. And even though it's a bad situation for somebody else, you know that team did a really good job. Mm -hmm. And that is endorphins. 
which hopefully we're going to have some some folks on to talk about endorphins on the size up in the next few months here and talk about that good feeling and talk about how to ride that high into the next high because you go into your lulls too. Yeah. And even with National Fire Radio, you guys have had lulls because you and I have talked on the phone. Sure. We're not recording for two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're switching studios again. We're doing this. You know, and I know for me in business, I've learned <laughs> the ups and downs of business. Business does not work as the fire service works. No. <laughs> There's no. problems and they don't get solved. It's reality. It's, it's real life. Yeah. You know? There's no one to fix them. There's no 911 to call or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and those are things you have to deal with. And that negativity can creep in. Yeah, it can creep in. It can creep in. And that's and that's and you know what? For for the size up to do what you're going to be doing, I, I'm excited because I think you're going to give people. Uh, you know, people are going to be able to listen, and people are going to be able to pick up some some ideas and and tips. And you know, I never even thought of sleep deprivation. Never right. even thought of that as a as an as a thing for yeah, ever. You know why ever. it affects your mood, affects your physical and mental health, like all of that. Never even thought of it. Yeah. I, I was thinking if you asked me pre all of this sleep deprivation, I would think of like, oh, like Navy SEALs and buds right. when they're up for a week. Those guys get sleep right, deprived. Right, right. Not the guy who just, you know, is listening for a telephone all night or something like that at the firehouse or, or whatever we're doing. Um, and that concept is is so it's still creeping up on the fire service, but it's definitely something. You think about uh, nurses, police officers, sure. EMTs, you know, shift workers. I used to work nights EMS. Uh, in my younger days, I used to work nights EMS and I would sleep all day. So I was on a flip-flop schedule right. and that was my life. And on my nights off, I would stay up all night and do what you do when you stay up all night most of the time of being out and having a good time. But I wasn't sleep deprived then because I was on that schedule. Took me off that schedule, I would have been lost. Um, but now that the way we work in the fire service with a flip-flop schedule, you don't even know when you're sleep deprived. It just happens. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, it becomes a part of life yeah. and, and you don't even recognize it anymore. And you just drink more coffee. Right. And that's pretty much what, what life goes on with like, let me have more coffee. I can Absolutely. Have more coffee. If the alarm goes off, you're going. Yeah. No matter what it is. Well, then there's that too. And there's also in the fire service when it comes to, to mental wellness and, and physical health of how the alarm comes in now, you know, instead of getting bolt woken up to a bright light, loud tone, someone screaming, uh, which is what still happens in my firehouse. You go to uh, travel to other firehouses and now it's this uh, gradual. Yeah, like ramps up. Yeah, the light is ramping up. The tone is ramping up. And then the little computer lady is like, engine. Good, two, mor good five, morning. Six. Respond. Yeah. It's not the screaming. <laughs> I'm like, what is this going yeah, on right? right now? Like, this is nice. Or or you walk into the hallway and the light turns on because it's an automatic right, right, right. light, not this like bolt thing. But you see that because health and wellness has become such an important part of the fire service. And I, and I think now more than ever too, people are recognizing it, how the importance of it, you know, I mean, the nostalgia images of a firefighter with a cold slice of pizza and a cigarette in his hand, still wearing his, you know, three quarter boots. No, yeah. but think about yeah, it, yeah, right? No, it's, with, it's, it's gone. With soot on her face. I mean, that's, those are the images that I grew up with. And, and that's what I, I want to emulate. And I, I think though, and I throw this out there just from my own point of view is that we have to find the, balance between that yes. and health and wellness yes the for fire sure. you know we can't we can't go uh you know treadmills and salad bar for everybody you know what i mean it's just it's not gonna happen right i mean that should be the cool thing yeah. so, <laughs> so, so, should that be the should that be the opening that should be. treadmills and salad bars are not but, but you know what i'm just saying put like, the feedback because on, on the guys on the because where i'm going with this is very simply this it is a blue collar job 
It is a physical labor job. You're going to get hurt. You're going to bleed. You're going to throw up. You're going to get smoke inhalation. All these things are going to happen to us. We can't prevent that. If we're going to do our job and do it correctly, all of that's a part of it. Yes. What we do have to do, though, is recognize that we need to take care of our own. And so things like physical fitness, especially the mental well-being, which is never or has not been discussed until very recently, things like that, we do have to talk about that. But we also can't lose track of the core mission of the job and that truly we can't sacrifice the job for the well-being of us. Yes. And that's that I think for for the size up is going to be that's going to present itself. Um, I think that that's going to be a challenge for you on your platform. No, I mean that because no, I agree, you know, because you're you're going to have the hard nosed guys that are like, yeah, I'm a fireman. And, and truly, it's the mission, the men and then it's me. So, you know, to get that job done, we have to take care of ourselves. Then we take care of our men to, to do the job. And I'm, I'm, I didn't come up with that. That's uh, Mike Dugan was talking about that this past weekend. And I want to give him credit for, for that. And he read it in a book. So it's nice to pass on the nuggets when you get them. But that's a very good way of, of putting it out there. Yeah, for sure. Because you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of I get other it. men. Yeah. I get it. But I, also, but I also am a firm believer that, you know, the sometimes you can't prepare for what we do. And sometimes it's, you know, um, you, you can't, oh, you know what I'm saying? I, no, no, yeah. no. It, it, it's a big point because when we do things, it's almost like this all or nothing. You know, like, listen, people think, for me personally, I work out all day, every day. Right. There, there's you days. don't? <laughs> Sorry, Tucker. Did I, just, did I just ruin everything for you? The allure, like, the allure well, of this? All like, I picture you I'm is out. at all the shows, you know, lifting and all the people following you. So you know. It's funny, too, that, that you bring this up when we talk specifically about firefighters. The beginning of 555, we'd be out at shows, and people would snub us at the booth. They would literally walk by in their group of friends and not look. You could see them, like, sneering or making jokes and walking by. We would be out at night. At the, at the bars, at the after parties, at whatever, with a beer in our hand. And that same guy would come over and be like, well, what are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm having a beer. But you're the fitness guy. I'm like, I know. That's why I do all the fitness, like to have this beer. Like, I'm just like you. There's no difference here between us. It's not this all or nothing. Right. And that's what the fire service, when you look at all these things, the uh, things with cancer and clean cab theories, I mean, you're going from <laughs> zero to a hundred. <laughs> it's yeah. beyond the hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things people are saying, and, and the same thing too, you know, uh, Julian Pete on rush the bus could talk about part of the EMS clean cab was that you weren't going to talk to your partner on the way to a call. There was no speaking because that <laughs> was, th that could, that could possibly draw attention away from the driver and they could get into no, an act. No. It just, again, you have to take this to a level that you're like, I don't, I don't, I agree. A clean cab is a really good idea. If you have a dirty SCBA pack, wash it before you put it back right. in the cab with you. Right. You know so, what I mean? You know, in the old <laughs> days, and I can speak for this. <laughs> with you know, horses. You, well, I was just a little beyond <laughs> that. But, um, you know, you would get a set of gear and it would never, ever be cleaned yeah. until you got the next set of gear. And now, after every structure fire, or whatever, we're sending them out, getting them washed, and you know that's, that's a great thing. That's a great, that thing. Is a great thing to clean yeah. your gear, right? It seems yeah. like a. It's people. You tell people outside of the fire service, and they're like, "People used to not wash that." I'm like, no, people used to not wash that. Right. Like, yeah, I wash it the second we get back. Now, I, really. I just think you know, for you, and I'm excited to see where you go with with the platform. And me too. And I'm, you know, it's it's going to be great because you're going to have you know the two camps, and then 
everything that you've taught me, Pip, since we've become friends and we talk, is it's in moderation and it, it has to be real. If it's not real, it doesn't work. And we can't we can't jump on this side of the argument. We can't jump on this side of the argument. There has to be something in the middle that we can all find common ground on. For sure. And I think, you know, with the size up, you're going to be able to bring forth um, topics that need to ha at least happen and have discussions. Yeah. And I and, hope that the guests, too, that I that yeah. talked about having on, they're going to tell their stories. Yeah. And that's going to be, I mean, some of the folks that we're going to have on the show that, I, that I've gotten to know and become friendly with over the years is it's people don't know their stories. Yeah, that's that a good cool. way to put it. Like I'm excited. People, people may have a little bit of an idea of their story, but part of coming on the show is we got to get your story out yeah. there. But you got to drag it out of some yeah, people. Yeah, and that, that may be, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you do. I'm going to be like, we're going to do burpees until you tell the story <laughs> right now. Get down. It's, it's 10 burpees. That's not it, man. I know I know the truth here. But I that's the goal of this. Yep. And, and two, we're getting to about our hour limit here. Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool to start off the episode one like this and kind of finish up with this, with, with setting my goal for the size. Absolutely. For the size That's up. where we're headed. And that goal is to make not just the fire service, not just the emergency services, but anyone listening to this better after they listen. And I know for a fact that I've become a better person because of my involvements bigger than me and listening to other stories and taking my own personal size up that I do daily and seeing if I could be better. It's just better than yesterday. And that's my hashtag that I've been using now. That one on how did I get here? Because like you said, you know, there's just, I don't know. The it doesn't make sense. Right? No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I think what you'll see when it comes back to that humbling question that I asked you guys, again, most of, I would say everyone that I have lined up, they're the most humble people I know. And whatever people say about their social media persona or whatever it is, they are real on social media and their humility is what I envy. You know, I just, I respect it. I envy it. And I try to teach my boys that. And I really hope that, that one day we're going to have the mini pips on. That'd be great. And, and <laughs> just, you made fun of me the other night. I, I was out to dinner with the mini pips and I'm not, I'm not going down the circle here, but we had a conversation about respect because um, they do jujitsu and, and different things. And my younger son, Declan, he, he's a, he'll be seven next week, which is scary, but <laughs> was explaining it to my wife about That's respect. Awesome. And I was like, you just got schooled by Declan. Yep. And I was like, this yep. is not a just a song. No, it's not just a song. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on that note, on that note in, case, in case you guys have A-tracks, <laughs> it's fantastic. Or Reel to Reels, there's yeah. a song called Respect. <laughs> That's good. You can Google it. But no, guys, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I'm so... Listen, we're excited. We're excited yeah. to have you yeah. part of the family. And we're excited for what it's going to come of this and i i'm I, I just overall it's it's promoting the positive message of the fire service and gen, life in general and uh and i'm super excited to have you on board we're looking forward to the size up awesome. it's going to be a really good content platform and um yeah thanks for having us on your show yeah, much much success brother much i really success. hope that made the video because tucker's face just lit up oh, yeah. to finally say. Absolutely. thanks for having us I'm, I'm honored to have you guys as my cool. first guest and then we have to do this like business part at the end like so where can people find you so where can they find us oh national fire radio we're facebook and instagram uh youtube channel for the podcast and uh we do a lot of tips tricks and hacks on fire apparatus and equipment uh the way 
eight different companies, stretch lines, throw ladders. So we um, we're, we well round ourselves into different types of content. So we're out there. Uh, the podcast, YouTube, like I said, and then also uh, Spotify. Uh, we're going to be on Spotify shortly, but we are on SoundCloud and iTunes right now uh, and so on. And that's under National Fire Radio. Cool. And don't forget about our friends Rush the Bus. Rush, the, Rush bus. the Bus on Instagram. Absolutely. Rush the Bus Podcast. Yep. Um, a lot more to come and there'll be so. way more coming from the size up you can check us out on instagram yep. at, at the size up or yeah, no, at no the, the underscore, underscore size underscore, underscore up because yeah. we're not original like we, Sorry. Did, we, <laughs> we didn't get the name yeah we didn't get it quick enough we, we were Should've too slow it was a long time ago so i like to say with 555 we were before the underscore but now i really can't say that anymore because nice. now i'm into that's the right now you are the underscore but awesome guys thanks yeah for, cool thanks, thanks brother up. appreciate thanks. it When this when this podcast ends, we need to take this podcast out with re- the song "Respect" in the background. R E S P C T. What it means to me.